Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Don, Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, this a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's that grounded, I don't trust these feelings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air Highest next on the cloud, am I in the air? Sunday night's round time, I flex my bed of Ultron Transform to DX Don, Mega and Unseen You probably think I'm nice, cause I slow like a stream To your wireless device, and the smoke full of steam on any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. Uh, and for the latest and what is best about I, tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. What is going down, everybody? Welcome back to another brand new edition of Am I on the Air? I am your host, Don Mega. Don Mega. And I welcome you to the show. It is Monday, August the 6th. And we're broadcasting live here from the Red Dragons Radio Studios here in lovely Tucson, Arizona. It's season 16, episode 25. And tonight's show is titled, Like a Turd in the Wind. Like a Turd in the Wind. That is a silly-ass line that comes from the brand-new Venom trailer, which we'll talk about here very shortly, um, and caused quite a bit of controversy <laughs> since its premiere last week. Now, welcome to the show once again. For those of you that are brand-new to the show, I welcome you. This is your one-stop shop in all of entertainment news and reviews. Yes, we cover movies and television, and we throw in a movie review here or there, non-spoiler version. To get you caught up to speed, it is a weekly podcast going down every single week right here on Red Dragons Radio and amiontheair.com. So, um, yeah. So I hope you guys were able to make it through last week's episode just fine. Last week's show, Self-Destruct, had multiple movie reviews. We talked about the new Mission Impossible. We talked about Teen Titans Go to the Movies. talked about Equalizer 2. We talked about... Comic-Con, I mean, it was an almost two-hour episode. It was a chunk. It was a lot to get through. Um, but I hope you guys were able to do it. And uh, if not, make your way through it at your own pace. And hopefully you can finish the episode up. But I'm back here on my regularly scheduled time and date to get you through the last week's worth of news. So as always, we start things off with our non-spoiler movie reviews. And our first movie review here is for Christopher Robin. This is the brand new Disney film. The story about an adult Christopher Robin who is having a hard time at work. And he's got a lot of stress going on at his job. He's got a lot of stress going on at his home life with his wife and his daughter. And uh, he ends up missing a family trip. And, of course, Christopher Robin, for those of you that don't, don't know, was the little kid who used to play with Winnie the Pooh and all his friends all the time. And uh, so when he starts stressing out, Pooh decides to pay Christopher Robin a visit. Um, and basically, without spoiling anything, the movie is just about finding your heart, finding you, what's important in your life, 
and holding those things close to you. Um, I will be honest, this is a type of movie that if I didn't have a daughter, I never would have gone to see. (laughs) Um, Not that it looked bad, it's just not my cup of tea. But I do have a four-year-old daughter who actually carries a Winnie the Pooh stuffed animal with her everywhere she goes. And um, so, of course, she was very excited to go see this movie and see a live-action Winnie the Pooh. Um, So we went, and I'll say, man, you know what? This movie ended up surprising me. Uh, It's just a ton of heart. Disney knows how to get you with the heartstrings. And, you know, you relate to what Christopher Robin's going through, and then Sweet Old Pooh and Piglet and Tigger and all his friends come around, and it's hard to not just fall in love with the movie and fall in love with the characters and uh, and just see what the importance is, which is your family and your friends, uh, when it really comes down to it in life. So, uh, my daughter absolutely loved it. She gave it five stars. Um, I'm going to give it four stars. I um, The more I sat and thought about it, it was just such a sweet movie with such a sweet message. Um, I don't know how you could hate on this film. <laughs> like I said, if it wasn't for her, I probably wouldn't have saw it. But um, I did. And uh, I'm glad I did get to take her to see something like this because it was a fun story. It's rare these days where you can take your child to see something without cursing and violence. And um, and even though sometimes I take her to those kind of things because she's a comic book fan and we see some of this stuff blowing up like an Infinity War and stuff, uh, it, it was nice to do something nice and grounded um, like a Winnie the Pooh movie. So good job, Christopher Robin. We really enjoyed you and had a fun time. So I would give Christopher Robin four out of five Don Megas. Um, it was a really fun, sweet movie. So, there you go. That's your quick review of Christopher Robin. I also did some second round watches over the weekend. I saw Mission Impossible Fallout for the second time. And man, that movie is just so damn good. I still think Ghost Protocol is the best. But Fallout is right behind it, man. It is such a good movie. So much fun. And uh ended up seeing Teen Titans go to the movies for a second time as well. Um, like I said, my daughter um, is super obsessed with Teen Titans Go right now. Um, we are watching it on Hulu all the time, the first four seasons, uh, fifth season whenever it comes on Cartoon Network. And uh, she loved when we went to the movie last weekend. And, you know, the funny thing is, is she has never asked me, no matter how much she loves a movie, she's never come to me and said, hey, can we watch that movie again? Um, but with Teen Titans Go, she did. And um, so we had some time yesterday afternoon, and we went and we saw it again for a second time. And man, it is just, talk about fun, dude. Teen Titans Go to the Movies is just so much fun. It's got songs in it, and we've been listening to the soundtrack at home. So when the songs came on in the movie, it was just so much fun to see her sing and have a great time and really get down with the movie, man. Um, a fun, fun flick. I... I can't recommend it enough for those of you that haven't seen it even if you haven't seen the tv show before it doesn't matter man go in and enjoy it it's got so much adult humor but so much for the kids as well it's the perfect blend for adults and children man so had a great time doing some second viewings there mission impossible and teen titans go as well um I do want to quit, take a moment for a quick shout-out, of course, for Stardust. Remember, Stardust is that app that you can download for your iPhone, for your smartphone, uh, tablet, whatever, what so have you. And um, you can watch 30-second mini-reviews of TV shows, movies, trailers, 
uh, everything. And um, I'm a big user on Stardust. I upload reactions to as much as I possibly can. And um, I highly recommend if you listen to the show, why wouldn't you download the app and follow me simply at Don Mega D O N M E G A. Follow along with me on Stardust and check out my reviews as they come along. And uh, on a funny side note, it, you know, because I'm getting my daughter into this at a young age too. She's only four, but she's got her own Stardust page as well. So if you search for Aria, uh, you should find her ARIA and um, watch her reviews <laughs> on uh, Teen Titans Co. and Christopher Robin as well. Um, so nice little cute uh, spinoff as I get her prepped for the future of this business. So check me out on Stardust. All right, my friends, that's the movie reviews of the week. Let's shift gears. Let's jump into our news of the week. And like I said, man, this show title is like a turd in the wind. And that comes from the brand new Venom trailer right after, of course, because things love to drop after I do an episode. So last week, after we had done the new Am I on the Air episode, the brand new official trailer for Venom dropped. And um, I love this trailer. It is so good. Um, you get to see a lot more of Venom. You get to see the full size of Venom. You get to hear his voice a lot more. And you get to hear his voice say, Like a turd in the wind. <laughs> um, which I guess he did say in a comic book. So they, they use that in the movie. But it sounds hella funny. Uh, and I've seen a lot of funny memes and, and voiceovers of that line and other people's voices. Uh, it's something, man. But uh, this is a hell of a trailer. I'm looking so forward to this movie come October. Um, I'm really starting to think, you know, I was saying, like, I bet you there's no doubt that this movie's going to be PG-13. But after seeing this trailer, I'm starting to think now, maybe this could be rated R. I mean, Venom's in here talking about pancreas, heart, lungs, so much to eat, so little time. And then he's, like, devouring people's heads. And, I mean, if, if it's PG-13, they're pushing it pretty hard. Um, but it looks pretty graphic. It looks pretty gruesome. Um, you definitely get, finally, a look at other symbiotes in the movie that the Venom's got to go up against, which is pretty awesome. So check out that trailer if you haven't seen it yet. Remember, you can always go to amiontheair.com, click on the Trailers tab, and take a look at any of the trailers that we talk about here on the show. From a TV side of it, now I will say TV trailers are not listed on the website, only movie trailers, but we do on our Twitter and our Facebook page have some other trailers, and uh, Outlander Season 4, yes, the big famous sh uh, show over on Stars. It has its first trailer for season four, so you can check that out and see what is going down there. Um, Peter Seagal, uh, he is set to direct Dave Bautista in his new action comedy called My Spy. Uh, I like Peter Seagal, man. he's a good director and he knows comedy very well, so putting Bautista in a comedy like this, uh, an action comedy, which I think is the perfect combination for somebody like Dave Bautista, is just awesome, so great job there. Uh, Priyanka Chopra is set to join Chris Pratt in Cowboy Ninja Viking. Now, this is a movie that um, I <laughs> we heard about like over a year ago, and then nothing's really happened with it. So I'm glad to see the casting is now starting to get going here. So Priyanka Chopra, one of the best upcoming actresses in Hollywood right now, great addition for Cowboy Ninja Viking. Uh, we have over 60 screenshots from the Venom trailer, so definitely check that out. Uh, if you haven't seen that yet and you want to get a little bit better look at all the stills going on. 
Uh, Anton Fuqua wants Denzel Washington to play Scarface in the upcoming remake. We touched upon this a little bit on last week's episode. You know, Anton Fuqua is directing the Scarface movie, and he's working really hard to get Denzel to be Scarface. But Denzel's not quite sure he wants to do it. They're kind of going back and forth, but he's not giving up on trying to get Denzel in there. Incredibles 2, congratulations, as they have crossed the $1 billion mark at the box office. That's pretty incredible there. Timeless, the show on NBC that just will not die. Remember, Timeless came out uh, last year, and then it was canceled, and then they brought it back for a season two. Then it was canceled again at the end of season two. Now it's being revived one more time as NBC has decided to do a two-part finale. So basically, they're going to do like a mini-movie and wrap the story up. This is something fans have been clamoring for, really being given to them because of social media, just the outcrying amount of support for this Timeless show. I never watched the show, but man, I love the action that everybody has done, just kind of getting together and forcing them to just say, no, you cannot end the show like this. Give us a finale, and they're going to do it, man. So that is pretty awesome. Um... John Turtletob talks about why National Treasure 3 hasn't happened yet. He says he wants to do it. He says they have a script. They were ready to make it many, many times. But he says Disney has just decided to shift their focus to a lot of their live-action animated films, doing different things. And they have just kind of really put the halt on a a National Treasure 3. So he said, you know, if the company ever gets back onto it uh, and they, you know, re just kind of get the push going again Then they'll do it But as of right now that's been the hold up Which is unfortunate I think that would be pretty cool to see a National Treasure 3 Those were some fun movies Let's talk a little bit about Movie Pass. Now Movie Pass, of course is the subscription based service That was 10 bucks a month for unlimited movies This thing has been going through Hell and back In the last couple of weeks I mean literally in the last week of doing our show This This movie pass Which I used to be a member of And I loved it in the beginning Now it's just getting comical Because we went from 10 bucks a month for unlimited movies To charging more money Depending if the film is popular So if you want to go see Infinity War Now it's 15 Now they're going to charge you an extra 5 bucks And times, you know, any movie you want to go see If it's a new release and it's a popular movie You're going to have to pay a surcharge So now it was becoming super expensive Then they decided to up the monthly cost Saying Now it's going to be 15 bucks a month Then they said um, That you can't see a movie if it's been out For less than 3 weeks The movie has to be older than 3 weeks to go see it Um, So That's what's funny too So then they they do all that Um, Then on top of that Today they announced they're going back to 9.99 a month but You can only see three movies a month now So they don't know what the hell they're doing They keep changing their terms and conditions They keep changing what the service does On a daily basis almost This thing's a joke If you can get out of MoviePass right now Get out of it Uh, Especially if you have an AMC near you I jumped over to the AMC A-list And it is a way better movie going program If you go to the movies a lot If you have an AMC by you That's the way to go F MoviePass It is just it's becoming a joke and they're just really taking advantage of their customers now by switching how much they pay, surcharges, how many movies you can do, new movies no, and now you can only do three movies. It's just too, too much. Forget it. Um, 
comedian Mark Moran is in talks to join the Joker origin movie So yeah, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie um, Mark is great He is awesome on Glow over on Netflix So I think this is a great addition here We've heard that they've been do- they're going to try to go uh, With some kind of stand-up comic kind of route um, Which is perfect for Mark to join up with So the Joker movie is ready to start filming any day now And this is a great addition here to everything else they've been doing Congratulations to Jennifer Lopez Who's set to receive the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award Over at the upcoming 2018 MTV VMAs Aaron Cressida Wilson is developing an indecent proposal remake for Paramount Pictures So this is another film that's getting rebooted uh, and remade Indecent Proposal, man This is a classic film right here Remember Robert Redford offering Woody Harrelson and Demi Moore a million dollars to sleep with her um, It's something that could be very valid this day and age It would probably have to be more than a million um, But um, a, a hell of a concept Because I know my whole life I've always wondered would I take in a decent proposal? <laughs> you know, it would pay off a lot of bills, I'm just saying. So, um, you know, so I'd be curious to see what they would do with a remake here. The movie The Time Traveler's Wife is the next movie to be adapted to a television show. That's right. Stephen Moffat is uh he's going to be making the Time Traveler's Wife TV series and it's been ordered over on HBO. So very big there coming to HBO. Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell are set to star in the Tommy Wercola-directed War Pigs. So, great casting additions there. Incredibles 2 is now the highest-grossing animated film in U.S. history. So, wow. You know, we talked a little bit earlier about it crossing the billion-dollar mark, but now it's the highest-grossing animated film in all of U.S. history. It's just fantastic, man. Um... Jeff Wadlow, who directed uh, Kick-Ass 2 He is set to direct Blumhouse and Sony's Fantasy Island feature That's right Um, This is interesting that they're tagging Blumhouse on this Because now I'm starting to wonder Fantasy Island, are we going to go dark and kind of a horror style with this? This would be interesting to see where they end up going with it But I am definitely interested to see what Jeff Wadlow does with Fantasy Island Especially with Blumhouse attached Zack Snyder says that he wanted to do the female Robin uh, in the DCEU That's right, he was going to go with the female Robin Which is something new that a lot of us did not know The 20th Century Fox has officially put a prequel to the Sandlot in development That's right, a prequel, man um, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about that I don't know if we need a prequel to the Sandlot And it'll be interesting to see what they end up doing with that So, just saying So it looks like everyone has forgiven Chris Hardwick You know, he was under some uh, allegations, let's just say But it looks like, you know, AMC has brought him back NBC has says he will return as the host of The Wall next season um, So it looks like all is forgiven for him Nothing um, panned out to really be against him So he's getting coming back to all of his jobs Women of the Terminator reboot has been revealed That's right, the first picture from the new Terminator sequel Shows all the women of the team Uh, So you get your first look at Linda Hamilton Reprising her role as Sarah Connor Looking as badass as always Um, So pretty interesting picture You don't really see much Other than the three ladies standing side by side Um, But it's to show you man That we're going back for some girl power In the upcoming Terminator 
Jordan Peele's next movie, Us, is rounding out its cast, so he's staffing it up there, getting ready to start shooting. Kirstie Clemens is in talks for Disney's live-action Lady and the Tramp. That's right, so she might be the next edition for the live-action one there, which is starting to ramp up. We talked a little bit about that on last week's episode. Then another movie that's being turned into a television series is Less Than Zero over on Amazon, and uh, Austin Abrams has been cast in the lead role. Anthony Bourdain's Parts Unknown is going to air its final season this fall on CNN. Sons of Anarchy vet Ryan Hurst is joining the Amazon show Bosch in a season 5 role, so he'll be joined up pretty big on that. Lakeith Stanfield is set to star in Prince of Cats adaptation for Legendary Pictures. The Walking Dead executive producer talks about how the show will handle Andrew Lincoln's departure. So, I won't explain it, because I don't want to spoil anything for anybody, especially on Walking Dead. But the article is up if you want to get some background into how the show's going to handle, basically, their main actor leaving the show. Warner Brothers has hired Lego Batman writer to direct a Super Pets animated film. That's right, we're talking about Crypto... Um, we're talking about, you know, Batman's dog, Superman's uh, dog, um, cat, cow, everything. If you're a pet of a superhero, you're going to be in this new movie called Super Pets, which is coming from the Lego Batman writer. So, man, we're, we're pushing out on everything. But you know what? Uh, nothing Kids love nothing more than pets. So if they can do a superhero pet movie really well, I think it could actually be uh, something pretty nice. Nicole Kidman is set to star as Gretchen Carlson in a Roger Ailes movie. We have, of course, everything coming in August for the PlayStation Plus and Xbox Live Gold. Nicole Kidman and Margot Robbie are both in talks to star and join Charlize Theron in Fox News film. Uh, so, we, yeah, we talked about Charlize signing up for this a couple weeks ago. And now Nicole Kidman and Margot Robbie are in the mix, so great additions there for that. Malcolm D. Lee is set to direct Kevin Hart's Uptown Saturday Night remake. So that's pretty big right there. Uh, it's official. Star Wars Episode Nine has officially begun getting made. J.J. Ab- Abrams put out a little tweet on day one of filming. The first set photo it doesn't really show anything but a blurred out fin. But uh, they are now filming, which is pretty awesome. Uh, just to break down that Terminator picture, it's Linda Hamilton, Natalia Reyes... And Mackenzie Davis They're the three ladies on that Terminator picture Um, I'm not too familiar with Natalia Reyes Like I said, Linda Hamilton looks badass as Sarah Connor as always Mackenzie Davis I'm a fan of Mackenzie Davis I think she's been great in everything I've seen her in I hate her in this Terminator picture Her haircut is horrible And she is trying to look too badass And it's not working Maybe this will look better on film In motion But in this picture, like I said, I'm a fan I'm a fan, Mackenzie But this haircut looks like Simple Jack Straight out of Tropic Thunder, man And I can't handle it right now But uh, we we all have our fingers crossed That this will turn out alright Glenn Powell, who was originally up for the role uh, Of uh, of, uh, What was it? Goose's son, I believe In the Top Gun sequel um, he got passed over for Miles Teller, but um, it looks like he's landed a role anyway. So Glenn Powell has landed a role against Tom Cruise 
in Top Gun Maverick After all, we don't know who he's going to be playing But good for him that they still hired him in something else An ALF reboot is in the works over by Warner Brothers Television Uh, You know what, I think it's time I think it's a good time to bring ALF back, man Why not, right? Aidy Bryant, she has a new comedy called Shrill Which has just been given a green light over at Hulu So what does this mean for SNL? We're not sure Of course she's a main player in SNL But now she has a show on Hulu So we'll have to wait and see what ends up happening with that Quincy Jones has a new documentary launching on Netflix Starting in September We have the season 3 trailer for Animals We have the Red Band trailer for Paradise PD Which is a Netflix show Uh, The trailer for the Big Hero 6 animated show coming to Disney Uh, The trailer for Marvel Spider-Man Season 2 coming to Disney as well Jeremy Renner, he turned down a cameo in Mission Impossible Fallout That's right, Um, basically the story goes Now we talked about this before, that he was supposed to be in Fallout But they were filming Avengers at the same time And his contract says Avengers gets first priority So... Uh, They couldn't work the schedule out to get him in But the director called him up and said You know what, we still want you to be involved Let's get you down real quick, let's do a cameo And they were going to do a scene with him in the beginning of the movie Where he was actually going to get killed And then the mission throughout the rest of the film Was kind of like getting revenge for his character And Jeremy Renner, love him, love him, love him They called him up, they proposed it And he said, nah, I'm good (laughs) Thanks, but no thanks Is what Jeremy Renner said Um, You know, and I don't blame him, man This is a franchise role right here Yes, he had to sit Fallout out But um, that doesn't mean that he can't be back in the next film So uh, I think that was a smart move on his behalf By not just taking a quick cameo and being like You know they tried to spin it of course like No no it's going to be so important Because your character is what's going to drive the team To get that revenge and, and, and win the day And he's like nah I'm good <laughs> So I don't blame you Jeremy I would have probably done the same damn thing I don't want to be killed off in Mission Impossible man Keep me in that franchise Bring me back on the next one for sure uh, Animal Farm movie from Andy Serkis Has been re- acquired by Netflix So Andy Serkis doing some business with Netflix now We talked about last week about his Mowgli movie Coming to Netflix and now his Animal Farm movie is going To Netflix as well so Andy Serkis looks to be in the Netflix Business uh, Another star of the originals Over on CW has boarded the CW's forthcoming Roswell reboot So check that out to see who's coming along Carl Lumbly, Alex Esso, and Zahn McLaren have joined the Dr. Sleep movie that they're getting going on. The Sweetest Fig movie has landed over at Fox, and director Paul Feig is going to be taking over the duties on that one. Um, Amazon's A Dangerous Book for Boys has been canceled after one season. I didn't even hear about this show, so not very shocked about that one. So we talked about last week, James Gunn's been fired. Off of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 A lot of people have been banded together We talked about the letter that the cast did together and um, But a new report comes out that basically says Disney is, very, is reportedly very unlikely to hire James Gunn uh, It looks like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 might be postponed because of this Because it also says they're in no rush to hurry up and find another director They don't want to Um, Just pounce on the situation So they want to give it time to breathe This movie was supposed to start filming in a couple months So who knows what's going to end up happening with this thing And then it also goes back to James isn't just the director He wrote the script for the movie as well 
Um, so are they going to use his script? Um, that's something that Dave Batista has come out today saying they better use his script or he says he's going to walk. That's right. So Dave, who's been basically James Gunn's biggest supporter, uh, has slowly come out and said, you know, hey, uh, I'm contracted to do the next movie. I'll do it. But, you know, I'm not happy about it. They really needed to, they should have brought James back and he's been kind of holding to his guns. And then in a new interview, he pretty much comes straight out and says, I'll tell you what, if they don't use James's script, I'm out. I'm a little worried about that just because I'm a big fan of Dave Batista and I want him to do well. I love his passion. I love that he's sticking by his director. Um, but he is under contract. And if he decides to not do Guardians 3, this could be a bad, bad image on him uh, to n- not play with the big boys and he could be end up being blacklisted or become somebody that's difficult to work with. Who knows? And I don't want this to ruin his career because of what James Gunn did. I appreciate it, but but Batista, there ain't nothing else you're going to do in the vein of being in the MCU that's going to be as big as this for your career. As much as you love James, stick by the movie and just do it, buddy. Um, I love his guts, but we'll see how this plays out. I do think they should use James' script because that's only fair. James knows where the story was going. He knows he's been writing for the last year to two years on this. Let him do his thing, man. Like He's not directing this bad enough as it is. Let his story be told because he knew how to tell a Guardians of the Galaxy story. So, just my piece. Did you know that Kenneth Branagh, director of Thor, made a cameo in Avengers Affinity War? That's right. In the opening parts of the movie, you hear a voiceover from the Asgard ship talking about it being under attack. That's actually Kenneth Branagh. So, a nice little piece of information for you that I didn't even know until last week. Uh, Avengers Infinity War is out now on digital And if you listen to the um, Director commentary when you're watching the movie That's how you find out that little nugget So pretty interesting there um, Let's see here Yadira Guvera Prip And Nesta Cooper Have joined the cast of Apple's sci-fi series Which is the new one that um, Jason Momoa is doing So little new additions there We have the first trailer for The King of Thieves Starring Michael Caine We have some uh, It Chapter 2 set videos Where you can return to Derry and check it out there Jessica Chastain is set to star in and produce a new action film called Eve Which I'm very happy about that Hobbs and Shaw, yes, the Fast and Furious spinoff starring Jason Statham and The Rock Uh, Jason Statham talks about the tone of the spinoff He says it's going to be very gritty, very realistic very down and dirty which is you know what director David Leach is going to bring to the project he says if you saw what he did with Atomic Blonde that's pretty much what he's going to do with Hobbs and Shaw which gets me super excited man I love that they're going for a totally different tone than the regular Fast and Furious movies I think that's what they need if they're going to do a successful spinoff we have the full cast coming down for the Less Than Zero series coming to Hulu so check that out we have an article and a tweet up talking about how you can win a trip to the set of Spider-Man Far From Home and a new charity campaign that's come out, so check that out if you're interested. Um, Jason Statham also said that the Hobbs and Shaw movie will be, quote, fucking hardcore. That's right, and I can't wait to see him fight a Megalodon this weekend when I go see the Meg in IMAX. We have the first trailer for Fred Armisen and Maya Rudolph's new comedy Forever, which is coming to Amazon, so check that out. 
Madeline Madden is joining the Door of the Explorer live action movie. House of Cards actor Michael Kelly has joined Amazon's Jack Ryan show over on Amazon for a new season two role. We have the final trailer for Smallfoot that just came out. Looks really cute. My daughter's excited to go see that one. First Wives Club is getting a reboot and has just cast Jill Scott and Michelle Buteau as the leads in it. Justin Timberlake is creating a Fox game show with a $20 million prize. Hot damn, man. That is crazy. Now, we talked before that Leah Remini is coming back to do a new comedy over on Fox. It's untitled currently, where she's going to be playing a lesbian, and they've just casted her lesbian wife, and it's going to be Caitlin Olsen. That's right. Good for Caitlin, dude. So she's coming right off of the Mick. Of course, she's in Always Sunny in Philadelphia, but she did the Mick for a couple seasons, which I thought she was great in, and now she's been cast as Leah Remini's wife in the new upcoming untitled Fox sitcom pilot. It's a great addition there. Rob Lowe is set to host a mental obstacle course competition over on Fox. And Fox is also doing something starting in January called Masked Singer Celebrity Singing Competition. That's right, it's going to be actual real big singers um, in disguise wearing masks and you have to guess who they are. So pretty (laughs) insane of a show, but Fox is really ramping up there. Also, speaking of ramping up, Sony is trying to ramp up their villain universe. You know, we got Venom, they've been talking about Silver and Black, um, and then we got Morbius, the Living Vampire, um, lots of things in the works. Now, they're looking to do Craven the Hunter. That's right. Sony's looking to do a Craven the Hunter movie. Richard Wink has been hired to pen the script for the Spider Man spinoff, so we'll see where that goes. The only thing that really bugs me about these Spider-Man spinoffs is that every time they use a villain, I'm like, this is something, this is a villain now that the MCU can't use because these universes aren't tied. So that bugs me because I would love to see Spider-Man go against the Kraven the Hunters, so we'll see where it goes. Alright, we also have Rebecca Ferguson, man, who was just on fire after Mission Impossible Fallout. Of course, she was in The Greatest Showman a couple months ago. She's great. She has just secured a Men in Black lead role, so she's going to be in that spinoff of Chris Hemsworth, which is great. I'd love to see her try to do some comedy. And she's also going to be the villainess in the new Doctor Sleep movie, so good for her, man. That's some awesome casting right there, Men in Black and Doctor Sleep. The TV show 911 over on Fox, uh, season two has no current plans for Connie Britton to return which is unfortunate. She was a great, great 911 operator in the first season. We knew she was probably going to go. They said they might bring her back in for a cameo, but now it sounds like she's just donezo. Fox is developing two spinoffs of their show 24. They just cannot let this fucking thing die, man. 24 will live forever at this point. Um, they're, I think they're looking to do a prequel, and then they're also looking to include a legal thriller, however that ties into it. But yes, they're developing two spinoffs. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, along with Fox, have won the rights to McDonald's Monopoly Game Theft Story. This is a true story, um, and they're going to make a movie about it, so that sounds pretty damn interesting. Going back to 911, we have the first season 2 trailer that you can watch right now. And then on top of that, Charisma Carpenter was supposed to be in the season premiere, uh, which was, I think, um, the episode, I think the episode was going to be called Naughty. And um, the her episode has been cut 
by the network sensors. That's right. Uh, supposedly, her scene was supposed to be she was having sex with her husband, and he had a heart attack while they were having sex, and he got stuck inside of her. <laughs> Not to be graphic, but um, it, it was too much for the sensors, and they said no, no, no. So this episode has been axed. Uh, but the producers of the show say they loved working with Charisma and they will have her back on the show later when they find another role for her to do. <laughs> so, too bad. Uh, continuing news on 9 on Fox, the new addition to the show is Jennifer Love Hewitt. And we have the first details about her character uh, and along with the new trailer, like I said. So check that out on her Twitter page there. Um, Lamorne Morris has been cast in Vin Diesel's Bloodshot adaptation This is a great addition right here I love Lamorne Morris He was excellent in the TV show New Girl And I'm glad to see him do more He was so good in Game Night a couple months back And I think him in Bloodshot will be an awesome addition Matt Reeves has finally talked a little bit about the new Batman movie This is something that's been driving us all crazy Because he's not talking about it And we don't know what the hell is going on with this thing Everybody has been speculating Saying oh he's going to do a prequel Then it's going to be based on year one It's going to be Batman right when he becomes Batman And blah 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 Matt Reeves cleared the air and said No we are not doing year one It's not a prequel movie We're moving forward It is a part of the DCEU He did not speculate though Or confirm or deny If Ben Affleck was going to be continuing on as Batman Which of course is the next piece of news That we all wish we had um, but at least it's nice to know that we're not doing year one Because that kind of bummed me out We already basically had year one And Batman Begins, the Christian Bell, Christopher Nolan movie So I didn't want it again I'm glad we're not getting it Matt Reeves says he's trying to do more of a detective and noir story uh, So you can see the world's greatest detective at work I love it Now let's just get Ben confirmed And we can move on from there uh, Marvel's Cloak and Dagger has finished It was a great first season So definitely check it out if you haven't seen it It's all up on Hulu right now And it does have some connections It's pretty interesting It connects to the MCU And it also connects to the Netflix cinematic universe Especially the Luke Cage part of the universe So pretty interesting there That this show has ties like that Which I was finally happy to get um, Right there So let's see here Um yeah, the Batman won't be an origin movie, but instead will tell a very personal and defining story about the superhero. So that's a quote there, um, right there, from uh, Matt Reeves. We have the first trailer for Lizzie, starring Kristen Stewart and Chloe Sevigny. Um, Steve Coogan and John C. Riley are Laurel and Hardy, and we have the first picture from their upcoming biopic film. Rob Riggle is set to join Leah Remini and Kate, Caitlin Olsen in their new comedy pilot that we just talked about. Len Wiseman updates on Die Hard Year One hey, We just talked about Batman not being Year One But we're going to get Die Hard Year One uh, So we're going to see He says it's definitely happening And it should be very soon They're waiting on the final draft of the script uh, He says Bruce Willis will help cast The, the person that's going to play the young version of him He says the movie will bounce back and forth To current day Bruce Willis To young Bruce Willis In a story that kind of rattles him From his early days to his current days It comes back to haunt him So it's, the movie will bounce Back and forth Linda Cardellini uh, Who I just absolutely love She's set to um, play Christina Applegate uh, Play Christina Applegate Now not play Christina Applegate She's going to play Christina Applegate's new best friend In the upcoming Netflix comedy Dead to Me 
So I like the pairing there, so that's pretty cool as well. Um, let's see. We have an article up with Damon Wayans talking about uh, the new Lethal Weapon season. He says they're having fun on set. Things are starting to feel good again after everything that went down with Clayne Crawford last season. Big casting news for Fargo Season 4 as Chris Rock is joining the cast and he's been set to star as a crime boss from the 1950s Missouri. So great addition there for Chris Rock joining up with that. FX has ordered a new limited series called Devs, which is a tech thriller from Ex Machina director Alex Garland, um, which is pretty awesome right there. That's going to star Nick Offerman and Sonoya Mizuno. And it don't stop there. FX has also ordered a Shogun miniseries. That's right. Um, and we got confirmation from Netflix that Daredevil Season 3 will actually air later this year. That's pretty awesome, man, because we had Jessica Jones. We had Luke Cage Season 2. Um, we're getting Iron Fist Season 2 in September. So I didn't think they were going to give us any more Marvel shows. But they're saying, yes, Daredevil will be out this year. Which is just fantastic, man. So I'm glad to see Netflix not stretching this out over multiple years and giving us basically all the Defenders within one year. Love it very, very much. Disney says they want to buy back all the TV rights to the current and future Star Wars films. That's right. They're trying to get all their rights back so they can use it on their streaming service and not have to uh, barter and pay these networks to show the stuff. So good for them. It's gonna They're going to have to get out of that checkbook, though. I guarantee that. Fox has grabbed Thatcher Island, which is a, a new movie based on a script by the Black Klansman screenwriters from that new movie that comes out this Friday, directed by um, Spike Lee. So Thatcher Island, uh, coming soon. Anya Taylor-Joy is set to star in Here Are the Young Men, a new movie that's up and coming there. FX was supposed to do a new season of their show Feud, Charles and Diana. Um, they're going to do a sequel, and uh, but FX has scrapped it as of now. Um, they said that there's a chance they might bring it back later, but as of right now, it is scrapped. There is a Facts of Life reboot in the works. Okay, don't know why we need it, but Okay. Shining sequel, Doctor Sleep, will be faithful to Stephen King's novel. So they're going to try to stick as close to the source material as possible, which is great. Uh, we've got another article up with Damon Wayans talking about the Lethal Weapon casting change. So check that out. Going from Clayne Crawford to Sean William Scott. Uh, Carrie Fisher's Last Jedi footage may also be used in Star Wars Episode Nine. We talked about this on last week's show that her footage from The Force Awakens was going to be used now they're saying some of her extra footage from The Last Jedi might be used as well, too. American Horror Story has been officially renewed for Season 10 over on FX before Season 8 even premieres. So, man, we're jumping ahead on that one. Paramount Pictures has won the rights to the short horror film Meet Jimmy. So they're going to take that short and turn it into a full-length film. Um, so there you go. American Crime Story Katrina. This is the episode of their season that never seems to make it on. Uh, it has also been delayed as amid script changes. They said they went back to square one and they're starting all over again. Craziness, man. This show was supposed to come out like two years ago and they're scrapping it again. Nisi Nash and Kylie Bunbury have joined Netflix's Central Park 5. 
American Horror Story Apocalypse, which starts next month, has just announced that Jessica Lange is returning, uh, reprising her role from the um, Hell House season, the number one season. Uh, first season, not number one season, but season one, she's reprising her character from that season because it is a crossover season. Uh, Mayans MC creator has revealed that a Sons of Anarchy crossover will happen in the um, pilot episode, so that's pretty cool. Pose over on FX is set to make a one-year time leap in season two, uh, according to Ryan Murphy. We have everything wrong with Minions in 15 minutes or less. We have everything wrong with Maze Runner, The Death Cure. We have the Honest trailer for Hook. We have the trailer for If Beale Street Could Talk. So there's all of that for you as well from the trailer side of things. The directors, Joe and Anthony Russo of Infinity War, have teased that there might be more Red Skull to come in the MCU. That's right, so uh, now that the Soul Stone has already been taken by Thanos... There's no reason for the Red Skull to stick around uh, in uh, Volmir or whatever that place was called anymore. So, uh, so yeah, so he is uh, set to be free and do what he needs to do. So I would love to see Cap end up going face-to-face with Red Skull again. That would be pretty awesome. There's an article up here, too, talking about um, the secretive new season of American Horror Story. Everything we know so far about the Murder House slash Coven crossover. Check that out. Um, David Allen's The Primevals Is set to be completed by the company Full Moon Horror This is an old stop motion movie That never got completed And now they're going to complete it finally Edward James almost has been cut From the Predator That's right, he was supposed to be In the new Predator movie that comes out next month But the movie's too long And his character got the axe So he was almost in the movie (laughs) Dennis Reynolds is set to return for Always Sunny in Philadelphia season 13 says you know they wrote him out of the show last season because he was going to do the new comedy pilot for AP Bio which did pretty well and it even got renewed for a second season but Dennis says he thinks he can do both shows they think they can work it out on the schedule so he is pretty much in the whole new season and um, he's going to try to juggle both shows at the same time. Hey, if Caitlin Olsen was able to do it with the Mick, why can't he, right? So good for him. Glad to see him get an opportunity to do that. I think more people should be able to do two shows at once. Why not? It just all depends on the taping schedule. All right, let's see here. Uh, the Russo brothers have also purchased a prehistoric epic called The Last Neanderthal. So they're going to be turning that into a movie. Fifty Shades director James Foley is set to direct a prison movie called Alcatraz. Storm Reed and Niecy Nash have also joined Ava DuVernay's Central Park 5. Big news over the weekend came from the Star Trek convention as Patrick Stewart came out. Uh, we had heard rumors. I talked about rumors on this show a couple months ago. It's true. He's reprising his role as Jean-Luc Picard and he's coming back for a new Star Trek show. It is not a reboot. Of Star Trek The Next Generation He's doing something different But he is playing the same character So he's returning as Jean-Luc No other word other than it will be a new show On CBS All Access That's in addition to Star Trek Discovery Um, This is pretty fantastic For Star Trek fans out there Never thought we would see Sir Patrick Stewart returning As Jean-Luc Picard Man, Pretty awesome right there Uh, Congratulations to Black Panther, which over the weekend 
crossed $700 million in the U.S. alone. It is only the third movie ever to do that. The first, um, the number one movie in the U.S. is uh, Star Wars The um, Force Awakens, and the second one is Avatar. And now Black Panther is number three. It actually passed Infinity War in the U.S. So congratulations to Black Panther, man. That just killed it. $700 million in the U.S. alone. Whew. Insane. Fortnite is going to be coming to Google Play. Um, or to Android, I should say. But you have to get it off of their website. Because they're going to avoid the Google Play Store. Which is pretty interesting right there. Um, not sure what to why they're doing that. But... Um, that's where they're going with it. Big Bang Theory, CBS is in preliminary discussions for season 13. Man, they won't let this show go. <laughs> uh, Code Black might also be saved over at CBS. CBS says they're going to take a look at possibly undoing the cancellations. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, Kurt Russell has also come to the defense of James Gunn. He says, we are getting too sensitive. And he goes on to say a little bit more, but that's the main quote there. Good to see all the people coming to... Uh, his aid right there. I wish it would do something about it. Criminal Minds is going to be getting a shorter season for season 14. It's only going to be 15 episodes this season as compared to the normal 23 or 24. The Minecraft movie is being officially delayed as director Rob McElney has dropped out. No word as of why. Tell Me a Story, the CBS All Access show is getting a new trailer. It's a twisted take on the Little Red Riding Hood story. Trailer premiere, check that out. Um... Last Man on Earth, here's what would have happened in Season 5. So we got an article up here talking about what would have happened if the show didn't unfortunately get axed before Season 5 happened. I'm still bummed about that one. Uh, Bobcat Goldthwait has also come out to the defense of James Gunn on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert the other night, so check that out. Season 2 of the Tekken Season Pass is going to introduce Negan from The Walking Dead. That's right, you can actually play with him in a video game as a character. <laughs> That's pretty awesome right there. In a sad piece of news, Charlotte Ray, who played Mrs. Garrett on both The Facts of Life and Different Strokes, passed away at the age of 92. So very unfortunate there, very sad, but I'm sure she lived an awesome life. Thoughts and prayers out to her friends and family. Robert Redford announced today that he's retiring from acting, so he is gonzo. Um, he has got one more movie coming out, and... Um, let me see here. I'm trying to find what the hell it was. Where you at, Robert Redford? Where you at? Um, Old Man and the Gun. That's right. Old Man and the Gun is his next film. And then after that, he is retiring. On top of that, Henry Cavill, Superman himself, has says that he would love to play the role of Geralt in Netflix's forthcoming adaptation of The Witcher. I would love to see Henry Cavill as The Witcher, man. I think he would be fantastic in that. Uh, Emma Stone and Jonah Hill navigate Justin Theroux's twisted multi-mind verse in the Maniac trailer. I haven't watched this yet, but this sounds insane, and I can't wait to watch it a little bit later. So check out that trailer. It's a new miniseries coming to Netflix, and it's got a great cast, man. Like I said, Jonah Hill, Emma Stone, Justin Theroux. Uh, check out this trailer, man, coming very soon to Netflix. New Bumblebee poster came out. We got that poster for you guys to check out. Um... We got an article up with Christopher McQuarrie talking about if he would return to direct Mission Impossible 7. 
Baywatch is going to be returning to television in full high def. Ooh. And it's also going to test the waters for a reboot. So if it does really well in the new HD version, it might be rebooted. I don't know, man. The movie didn't do so well, so I don't know if we'll actually get a new TV show. But we'll see. We also have your first look at Margot Robbie as Sharon Tate in Quentin Tarantino's new Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. She looks fantastic, by the way. Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone TV series is beginning production later this year. So that's going to be pretty cool there. FX CEO John Landcraft uh, was asked about Marvel, uh, asked about pulling the plug on Donald Glover's animated Deadpool series. And um, the CEO of FX says that it was Marvel's decision. So no other word on that. I I think they just, because of the movie, they didn't want to have another version of it going on television. So we'll see. Over on the show Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, Skylar Astin has joined the cast as a new season four love interest. The CW finally admits that a supernatural spinoff will never work, or might never work, so they're, I think they're going to let that one go finally. With Batwoman coming to the CW, a lot of people have been wondering, is Batman coming too? Well, nope. CW Network boss confirmed Batman is not coming to the CW. Speaking of CW, though, here's a character that's on TV right now, but coming to the big screen soon. DC and Warner Brothers announced today that they're working on a Supergirl movie. That's right, Supergirl looking to get a feature film adaptation. So this is great here. Melissa Benoist does a great job on television, but I think doing a cinematic Supergirl would be pretty, pretty awesome. You just have to link it to the universe. you got to have Henry Cavill in there, man, as her cousin, or it's just not going to work for me. Alright, uh, John Favreau's live-action Star Wars series reportedly cost $100 million to make, which is nuts. So, but hey, man, if you're going to do a Star Wars TV show, you better do it right. Uh, Jennifer Lopez is set to lead a new film called Hustlers. Kelly Clarkson is filming a daytime talk show pilot for maybe a 2019 launch, if it goes really well. Uh, Birds of Prey villain, we finally know who it is It's going to be Batman foe Black Mask That's right, Black Mask will be the villain The primary villain in the new Margot Robbie, Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey movie Shameless is getting an increased episode order Season 9 is going to also air in two parts So they're going to do a bigger season 9 Which is pretty great Tessa Thompson and Ruth Nega are set to star in a new film called Passing Showtime also confirmed today that Homeland Season 8 will be the show's last So it's about time we're hanging up the door on that one Master Chief will be a lead character in Showtime's new upcoming Halo TV series So good to hear there, you gotta have Master Chief, right? I don't even play Halo, and I'm like, you gotta have Master Chief, right? Johnny Depp's new Notorious B.I.G. thriller City of Lies has officially been pulled off the calendar Literally a month before its release That's right, this movie was supposed to come out Next month in September It's Gonzo They have pulled it, they haven't given any explanation But looks like City of Lies will not be out next month As originally planned CW has also stated that there is no end in sight For their Arrowverse shows So that of course is Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow No end in sight buddy, so keep them cranking Shasta Baron Cohen might let Sarah Palin off the hook That's what Showtime thinks um, This is America's his new hidden camera show Where he's embarrassing the hell out of people As he's undercover interviewing them And supposedly Sarah Palin was pissed When he got her 
uh, a while back And I've been waiting for her episode to air But now they're saying they might not air it Which I'm pretty bummed about Because they've thrown so many people under the bus on this show already I'm like you might as well just finish And show me hers <laughs> So, um, And lastly CBS has stated That they want something Star Trek related On all access all the time They want it all year round There should be always something Star Trek on all access So we'll see what they end up doing with that And I think they're on pace to get that done So they want your five or six bucks a month or whatever To keep that subscription rolling man Alright that is your news of the last week There was a lot to get through man But we banged through it Now let's talk releases and box office for this week Out on Blu-ray and DVD tomorrow Is going to be Life of the Party The Melissa Melissa McCarthy movie Which was okay um, Life of the Party comes out Breaking In and Revenge I haven't seen Breaking In I did see Revenge It was just alright in theaters this Friday is going to be The Meg, Black Klansman, and Dog Days. Uh, definitely going to be seeing The Meg in IMAX because, oh my god, it's a Megalodon. Uh, I do want to see Black Klansman also. I don't know if I'll get to it this weekend, but uh, we'll definitely check out The Meg. And here's your box office. Coming in number 10, it's Teen Titans Go to the Movies of 4.9 mil. Number 9 is Incredibles 2 with 5 million. Number eight's a debut. It's The Darkest Minds with only 5.8 mil. So, weak debut there for that. Number seven's Ant Man and the Wasp with 6.2 million. Number six is Hotel Transylvania 3 with 8.8 mil. Number five is The Equalizer 2 with 8.8 mil. Number four is Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again with 9.1 million. Number three is another debut. It's the new comedy, The Spy Who Dumped Me, only making 12.4. So, that's not a very hot debut for that one either. And then number two is Christopher Robin uh, Coming in with $25 million, So a decent debut there for that And number one once again for the second week in a row It's Mission Impossible Fallout With a little 42% dip That's right, movies typically drop 55-65% to 65% in week two And this only dropped 42 So word of mouth is through the roof Mission Impossible Fallout bringing in another $35 million. I can tell you, man, it was. I, I tried when I saw it again for the second time over the weekend. I took my wife, and the normal movie theater I go to, it was pretty much sold out. Like every good seat was gone. We had to go to a different movie theater, and it was pretty damn packed uh, inside as well. So people are loving it. They're going to see it in droves. Thirty-five mil, a forty-two percent drop. So Mission Impossible Fallout doing gangbusters out there in business. And that, my friends, is going to do it for our brand new edition of Am I on the Air. We're right around that hour mark, so thank you for joining me on this adventure on this August 6th night here on Am I on the Air. Once again, our webpage is amiontheair.com. Make sure you like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash amiontheair. Follow us on Twitter at amiontheair. Follow me on Twitter directly at dxdonmega. Uh, like I said, follow me on Stardust. Uh, download the app and follow me on Stardust It's simply Don Mega, D-O-N-M-E-G-A If you're an iTunes person If you're on Apple, we are definitely on uh, On iTunes So definitely download, rate, and subscribe And get us uh, instantly on your Podcast feed If not, and Android is more of your thing Google Podcast has us on standby Man, they love us We're always streaming on Google Podcast Google Play, we're on Spotify We're on Spreaker, we're on Stitcher We're on uh, iHeartRadio and uh, tune in so we're all over the webs on any all the different Android um, streaming apps. Of course our great affiliates at Red Dragons Radio we're always streaming on demand on Red Dragons Radio directly. Follow on Twitter at Red Dragons Radio. 
uh, and follow us on Instagram. We're still looking. I know I know I've been promising it and I've been really slacking, but we got a lot of stuff up on Instagram. But I do want to start doing videos. And we might just start doing some live streams and different things like that. I need to play around with it. I need to test it out a little bit more, but. Start following us on Instagram at Am I on the Air so you can get some other cool movie stuff. That'll do it. Like I said, this weekend we'll check out The Meg if I get a chance. Hopefully, I'll see Black Klansman too, but definitely The Meg for you on the next episode. So I hope you all have a great week and uh, love your families. Take care of your families. Have that time. Give, give them a hug. Tell them you love them. Keep them close. This is what Christopher Robin's done to me. And uh, I hope you all have a great week So take care of yourselves and each other Until next time y'all Peace Bye everybody Red Dragons Red Dragons